0: And I... You never know till you finally go there yeah. Mama told me dream big like my forehead. My wig pushed back 10 racks it in there. Well I some fucking bitches in knitted caps again Skip the baggage claim went straight to Rodale. Fashion week in Paris never left the hotel. Bragging so. on my swag I'd rather let these hoes tell and then when the win, I'll stop it. Your guess is good as so. my man. Drip on faucet like I came from the Oscars. Tell Chris Stamped I need more wintertime options I came in and got love from the authors. You came in and got Hit with foreign objects (laughs) Brick and wool on my noggin But I remember the time when Back when ain't nobody love us, back when everybody fronted, we was praying for some bad weather, keep our pockets flooded, this is way before the hurricane, but we can see it coming, how much for a brick, if I flip, lately I've been wondering, go to hell or get a job, yeah. fuck you niggas bugging, I was made to beat the odds, something out of nothing, you afraid to take a loss, I lost my older brother, sister, father, auntie, cousin, I got nothing left with y'all, hawking rubies from the jaw, it's just another Jew, bitch, now I got the sauce, okay, now I got the juice, hey, hey, I ripped the nod, even when you never knew, with my first release, Least party, 12 niggas came through it. First, I got a lawyer, move my mind to Georgia, right. cut my sister Honda, right. talk about spoilers. If I can't get radio, I'm snatching up the products. Apple, Google, Amazon, Spider, shots out of Kits, <laughs> shots out of huh. if I go commercial, they gon' run me every hour, every hour, okay? You gon' run me every hour, every hour, okay? You gon' run me every hour. Okay. Me every hour. Right. First, I had seven. my heart broke, okay. then I had my heart, man, then I had a Heart to heart with my conscience, rest in peace and Mac, Hey, wish you was alive still. And if we get to meet, I'ma roll you up some ganja.
1: Yeah.
0: I'ma roll you up some ganja. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Look, Thank y'all. that double XL freestyle was Wait, kinda ass. So hey. I couldn't hit the leakers without spitting straight gas. And I'm on a <laughs> warpath, and I brought my team back. Whoa. Shout out to aftermath, 12 tone and free lash. Hey, that's right.
2: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another great episode of the quintessential podcast episode 41 I'm trying to copy the drop there. <laughs> yeah, episode 41 in this bitch. Yes, hope everybody is good. I hope everybody's in good health. I hope everybody had a good week last week and I hope everybody's given up to have a good week. This week and again cannot stress enough Hope everybody's in good health That's all we want out there to People to be in good health and be blessed Episode 41 then ladies and gentlemen Yeah so <clears throat> We've got a few things to discuss today uh, A little uh, low on the single side of things But then we make up for it in terms of the news And we make up for it in terms of some albums as well So yeah we're gonna, I'm gonna get into all of that uh, In this episode So Yeah, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's kick this off, without further ado, (laughs) let's kick this off, episode 41, and you know, hit that drop one time, quintessential, yes, right, let's kick things off then, ladies and gentlemen, so let's dive into the single side of things right now then, right, so, we've got a few singles coming out this week. Let's start off with none other than who we just got introed by, the great Anderson Park. Yes, uh, he is dropping the Oxnard album this Friday, November 16th. Been on the lookout for this album for quite some time now. This is his Aftermath debut, his third studio album, if you want to call it, right, just off the Venice and Malibu. If you haven't checked out those projects, go check them out and get yourself prepped up before Oxnard drops. And yeah, so that's dropping this Friday. And yeah, he drops this second single from the album. The first single being Tense with Kendrick. He drops the single single, Who Are You? And this is produced uh, by Dr. Dre, none other than Dr. Dre, which he has uh, mixed and mastered and uh, produced quite a few songs on the album itself. So yeah, he drops off this Who Are You track, right? And as Dr. Dre is uh, behind the boards on this, it is what you expect is, uh, Anderson Park in the rap mode him rapping and you know a little bit less of the singing side of this one this showcases his rapping ability and yeah man the beat is obviously dr dre uh laced so it's obviously going to be a banger so it was uh yeah it was and it is <laughs> a great beat and uh yeah and uh park gets his shit off on this song who are you so he's talking that talk on this doing what he does and yeah you know he's just showcasing his rapping ability on this so that's always good to see you know yeah these days you get a lot of multi-talented artists who can do the rapping who can do the singing as well so uh and in singing wise he's not like your typical kind of singer. he's more like your smooth jazzy gospel kind of singer and uh, so it's very interesting to see how he diffuses uh, and blends that in with the rapping side of things as we've seen. We know that he can rap and we know he can sing. So yeah, uh, another great track here from Anderson. And yeah, very much looking forward to this Oxnard album. Dropping this Friday, November 16th. So yeah, you guys go check that out. That's Anderson Park with Who Are You. Another great track there. And be on the lookout for that Oxnard album dropping this Friday. And as always, I will post the link to the song uh, in the bio of the episode once it's released. And I will give you my take on that Oxnard album on next week's episode. That's Anderson Park with Who Are You. Right, let's uh, get into uh, another single this week, and that comes from an OG, the OG Ice Cube, uh, uh, and this one's called Arrest the President, yes, so Ice Cube is actually prepping the release of his next album, and that is going to drop sometime in December, right, and he drops off the first track on this one called Arrest the President, a very politically charged track, obviously you know he's taking aim at you know who, (laughs) President Trump, and he's voicing his opinions and his frustrations with the current climate of, of the USA and what he thinks of Trump as well. So, in typical, in typical Ice Cube fashion, you know, going straight out his neck and just letting him have it, really. Uh, yeah, and it is uh, all in all a really good track as well. I mean, it's got that very bass-heavy big West Coast thump to it, uh, at which we... Uh, have have known to have grown and love, and you know we this still shows that Ice Cube has still got he can still wrap his ass off, and yeah he can still you know talk shit and you know you can still craft a very good diss track <laughs> if anything else this is a diss track to president trump you know <laughs> but yeah not really really good track um i'm a big fan of ice cube uh you know not just from the movies but obviously from his music career as well one of the og west coast legends in the game right and yeah uh, this got me back into uh you know the ice cube uh you know mode you know listening to his previous work as well and yeah, no, it's it's, it's piquing my uh, uh, attention to just uh, you know uh, piquing my excitement uh, to uh, to uh, look forward to this upcoming album he has. Uh, I think it's called Corrupt State of Mind, and uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, coming in December sometime. He has teased, so you'll yeah, be on the lookout for that. But yeah, this Arrest the President track. One of the, another good disc record from one of the best disc uh, record artists of all time, Ice Cube. <laughs> so you go check that out. as Ice Cube with Arrest the President. Next up, we got the Diplomats. The Diplomats are prepping their album Diplomatic Ties, set to drop uh Friday, uh, Thursday, uh, was it Friday? Thursday, uh, November 22nd on Thanksgiving, and yeah, they released the first single from that. This one called Source Boys, right. Uh, Yeah, it's a great track, really great track. The highlight of this track, as everybody's been talking about, is Jim Jones. Jim Jones is rapping his ass off. Jim Jones is having a killer of a year, putting out a great album uh, in that Wasted Talent album, then having a great feature on Swizz's album with that Preach, and now, you know, uh, prepping on the release of this uh, Diplomatic Ties album, and him rapping his ass off on this Source Boys record, man. Like, yeah, Jim is having a phenomenal year, killer year. And so, shout out to Jim, shout out to all the diplomats, man. This is a really great track for you, Dipset fans. And yeah, it is, uh, you know, increasing excitement for uh, this Diplomatic Ties album uh, set to land on Thursday, November 22nd. Yeah, so, no, Jim, Jim Bobby. They're being the highlight of this track uh, at, at, um, at, at the moment, and yeah, him just having a killer year as well. So, yeah, man, shouts out to all of them, and uh, shouts out to uh, the Heat Makers for providing uh, the beat as well. Their go-to producer. So yeah, really good track there from the Diplomats. Jim rapping his ass off, Cam doing his thing. Uh, yeah, so great, great track here, uh, Source Boys, and uh, be on a lookout for that Diplomatic Ties album. On Thursday, November the twenty-second, uh, that is set to drop. Right, just a day before Black Friday. <laughs> so yeah, so be on a lookout for that. You guys go stream this Diplo, uh Diplomat song, Source Boys. That is on your streaming services. Go check that out. Yeah. Right, uh, and moving on to more uh, music this week. Right, uh, we've got uh, we had a plethora of uh, Dreamville releases. Let's start off with Miss Dreamville herself, Ari Lennox. So. Uh, this year has seen most of Dreamville put out uh, all their projects. We had Cole come. And then we had Cos come first with "Affected," great album. Then we had Cole come with Kod, another great album. Then we had Basscom with Milky Way, just a few months ago, another great album. And now we have uh, we have JID coming with DiCaprio Two uh, on November twenty sixth on his birthday. And uh, no doubt that that's still that's going to be a great album. And now we have uh, the Dreamville mystery Dreamville herself, the songstress Ari Lennox. She's uh, I think she's prepping the release of her project as well. Not sure if that is going to be released this year. Uh, if so, it'll be probably be a very late release, December. But she dropped off. Uh, geez, she dropped off four tracks uh, this week. Uh, you know, she previously dropped off that whipped cream single a couple months ago. And then in this last week or so she just dropped off four tracks. Uh and uh yeah, she's just she's a lettering off and letting everybody know that she's not been sitting quiet in that Dreamville camp where everybody's been working on their music. So the first song she drops was called uh Forty Shades of Choke <laughs> and it is as uh, uh you'd expect it to be from the title, you know, playing on the title Fifty Shades of Grey. She puts it on as Forty Shades of Choke and she's talking about uh, you know, uh, getting choked while, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, get well, she while she's doing while the where the business is being done while the sex is being conducted. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, she's uh, talking about all the kinky stuff that she might be into, especially getting choked and stuff. So very sensual track there for Mary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a great track, man. It's a really great track. Uh, second track she dropped off was called Grandpa, right? And yeah, obviously, yeah, she talks about, uh, you know, being labelled old, you know, uh, you know, not really favouring you know, the, the nightclub and this kind of scene and being labelled grandpa by her friends. And how actually much, you know, she relates to her own grandpa and this kind of thing, aspect, and how she looks up to him as well. So then that's a nice... Uh, uh, we go from central to a nice uh, <laughs> touch in and a nice... Uh, kind of uh wouldn't say introspective, but you know, just a uh, nice touch in and uh very uh, uh the the field really if you want to say it. <laughs> uh and just a deep a deeper look into her lifestyle in that kind of sense and uh, what people think. Uh third track she dropped off was called Pedigree, right? And again, uh this this is the probably the shortest track out of the four but, uh, out of those four singles she dropped. And uh, yeah, uh, she's talking about obviously guys um you know of uh, what kind of caliber of guys she goes for, hence the pedigree title, what is their pedigree you know what what are their accomplishments what what are the you know what what makes them good enough to uh, go off to ari herself uh, yeah, so another really great track there, and then she finishes it off with no one right, and yeah <laughs> so from all those tracks, she finishes it off with no one saying that she really don't need no one, you know <laughs> sometimes. To uh, get what she wants and do what she wants to do. So, yeah, a, re- a really good outing from Ari this week, man. Ari Lennox with these four tracks 50 Shades of Choke, Grandpa, Pedigree, and No One. Uh, yeah, so hopefully, this is all going to land on a project. I'm not sure if that's going to come this year uh, as we're coming to the end of the year. If so, it should probably maybe come in December. If it doesn't, that um, means that Dreamville, all Dreamville artists have dropped. Uh, all of their projects this year, except for I think Earth Gang and uh, the newly signed uh, talent t- t- group there. Uh, but I think that we will uh, get an Ari album probably sometime earlier next year. But for the time being, yeah, definitely go check out these tracks here. That's Forty Shades of Choke, uh, uh Grandpa Pedigree, and No One. That's Ari Lennox, right? Ari spell A R I and Lennox L E. Double N O X Ari Lennox, right? And you go check that out from her, uh, and yeah, be on the lookout for an album from her uh, sometime very soon. And uh, yeah, as we're talking about Dreamville, let's talk about JID as well. He drops the second single to uh, the uh, his DiCaprio Two project. The first single being that One Five One Rum, and he drops the second single off these, and that is featuring Dreamville head Honcho head boss. Uh, Jermaine Cole, J. Cole himself, and yeah, we've been um, eager to hear this collaboration uh, from, uh, as former fans, you know, from, we wanted to hear uh, JID and J. Cole, both tremendous uh, lyricists and rappers. Right and yeah, we've been waiting on this for quite some time before we would get it in that eight uh, in that eight seven zero one album. No, not eight seven. The Never Story. That's the track. <laughs> uh, the Never Story album that JID dropped last year. But um, we found out that J Cole was handling most of the production side of things. Um, but uh, now we finally got the track where these two link up, and it is straight flames, man. Straight flames, man. JID comes in first, does his verse. ...and does what he does best, you know... uh, ...you know, picking up the cadence and the flow... ...rapping really fast... uh, ...you, you know, shades of Kendrick in there as well... ...and then you got J. Cole, man... Uh, ...he comes in... ...and one thing I really like about Cole is... Uh, ...he's very adaptive and he can... Uh, ...I like when um, he tries new things... ...and he tries new things and this is where... ...he uh tries to go... Uh, ...bar for bar and flow for flow if you want to talk... ...cadence for cadence with J.I.D... As JRD comes in rapping quite fast Cole starts off slow And then picks up the tempo And shows that he can also You know, uh, fit into that kind of pocket as well If need be uh, So yeah man, it was a really uh, Really interesting, really surprising thing From Cole to see uh, And uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Listening to this track And just to see how versatile And how, how adaptive Cole is To this environment as we speak man so yeah uh, really really good track and yeah it's a building more excitement for this DiCaprio 2 project coming on November 26th so you guys go check that out that's JID with off these and that's with J. Cole speaking of JID as well let's transition into a news segment as well now that wraps off the single side of things so speaking of DiCaprio 2 he did uh, release track lists uh, for this DiCaprio 2 project right uh, he's only really listed one feature at the moment, he's blurred out all the other features, and I think he's keeping that as a surprise, but uh, he has uh, detailed the producers. So, The Caprio 2 by JID is set to come November 26th, we've got 14 tracks on here, right? Uh, let's go through the track list, we've got track 1, Frequency, Frequency Change, track 2, Slick Talk, track 3, Westbrook, it's featuring an artist, but he's keeping he's kept that hidden. Track 4, Off These, with obviously J. Cole. Track 5, 151 Rum. Track 6, Off The Zoinkies. Track 7, Working Out. Track 8, Tide, right? And that's featuring two artists, but he again, he's blurred that out. Track 9, Strawberries, For The Ladies. And that is also featuring another artist, but uh, again, Bert, he's uh, keeping that a secret. <laughs> Track 10 Hot Box featuring another artist. Uh, track 11 Mounted Up. Track 12 Just the Other Day. Track 13 Despacito 2. And track 14 Huasta Lego, the, the bonus track, right? And yeah, he has uh, uh, bl- listed their production credits. So we've got uh, quite a few producers on here. We've got E Wonder, Christo, Kenny Beats, Chase the Money. Uh, uh, nice, uh, nice wreck. Uh, 235. Uh, elite Ron Gilmore, J Cole obviously the late Mac Miller, uh, Masigo, Ron Gilmore, Sky Hutch, Hollywood JB, Bobby Critical, Frankie P, Wonder Girl, and q beats right. So. Yeah, uh, Who's who really On the production kind of list uh, Some people we don't know And some people we have heard of But yeah uh, And obviously the track listing here And we've got the features that are blurred out But I'm very sure that uh, the features will be released Leading up to The album Or you might just keep it a secret And then we'll find out on the day Who knows But yeah That's the track listing for JRD's upcoming album The Caprio 2 Set to land November 26 Go check out that uh, off these track with J Cole, and yeah, go check out his previous work if you haven't already. The Never Story, great album from last year, one of my top albums of last year. So make sure you guys go check that out. Right, moving on. Uh, let's let's keep it on the track list kind of news as well. So Creed 2, the film starring Michael B Jordan and Sylvester Stallone, the sequel to the Creed film, just released a few years ago uh mike Willmade is handling the soundtrack to that album it's going to be executively curated and produced by mike will and he has also uh, released the track list for this creed 2 album that stands at 15 tracks and unlike jd's we've got all the people featured on it and the song are the title so let's go through this so creed 2 the album the producer is mike Willmade, and yeah uh, let's go through the track list track one amen that's with Little Wayne. Track two, do you need power? With Bon Iver. Track three, we can hit Crime uh, Mob and Slim Jimmy from Ray Shurmur. Track four, killing with success. E E A. E- I-, I can't pronounce his name. E is School Schoolboy Q and Two Chains. Track track five, check Nas and Rick Ross. Oh, I can't wait to hear what that sounds like. Track six, fate, Young Dog and Sway Lee. Track seven. She a Butter Baby, Harry Lennox and J. Cole. Got a little Dreamville link up there. Track 8, The Mantra, Pharrell and Kendrick Lamar. Track 9, Watching Me, Ray Shremond and Kodak Black. Track 10, Fight, E Ears, Gucci Mane, YG, Trouble, Quavo and Juicy J. Track 11, Running with ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg and Nicki Minaj. A nice New York connection there. Track 12, Midnight. Uh, we've got the leading lady Tessa Thompson and Gunner on that track. Track 13 Bless Me with Amalu. Track 14 Ice Cold with Vince Staples. And track 15 Love Me Like That with Ella May. Right, so a very stacked track list we have there. Uh, and uh, a lot of good f- features and uh, artists that are going to be featured on that album. That album is set to come out just uh, uh uh the day of the movie so the movie's being released in America uh on November 22nd i believe so on just uh just before thank on thank Thanksgiving and it's set to impact UK on November 30th so yeah uh, definitely uh once that album or soundtrack is released your boy Mr Q is what you covered he will dissect the album he will give you his review on that and let you know his opinion on that but be on the lookout for that Creed 2 soundtrack coming out November 22nd Right, yeah. So that's all our tracklist talk. Let's talk into some other uh, some other news. So last week we reported, uh, I reported that uh, Floyd has agreed to fight some unknown fighter of twenty years old, a kickboxer. Uh, Tenshin his name was, uh, in Tokyo on New Year's Eve, and Floyd was getting clowned uh, about that all over social media, especially by Fifty Cent and about by everybody. Now, why is he fighting some unknown fighter? Is he broke? Is he just doing it for the money? Like, what's the point in this and all that? Is it going to be a boxing match? Is it going to be a mixed martial arts fight? We don't know, right? And we were yet to hear from Floyd. Now, just just as last week, just a few days afterwards, I I, I reported that news. Floyd actually uh, took to social media, took the to Instagram, and he released a statement regarding this fight. So let let, let me read you what Floyd has said regarding this fight. Now that I am back on US soil after a long and disappointing trip to Tokyo, I now have the time to address you, my fans and the media, in regard to the upcoming event on December 31st that was recently announced. First and foremost, I want it to be clear that I, Floyd Mayweather, never agreed to an official bout with Tenshin Nasukawa. In fact, with all due respect, I have never heard of him until this recent trip to Japan. Ultimately, I was asked to participate in a nine-minute exhibition of three rounds with an opponent selected by the Ryzen Fighting Federation. What I was originally informed of by Brett Johnson of One Entertainment was that this was to be an exhibition put on for a small group of wealthy spectators for a very large fee. This exhibition was previously arranged as a special bout purely for entertainment purposes with no intentions of being represented as an official fight card nor televised worldwide. Once I arrived to the press conference, my team and I were completely derailed by the new direction this event was going and we should have put a stop to it immediately. I want to sincerely apologise to my fans for the very misleading information that was announced during this press conference and I can assure you that I too was completely blindsided by the arrangements that were being made without my consent nor approval for the sake of the several fans and attendees that flew in from all parts of the world to attend this past press conference I was hesitant to create a huge disturbance by combating what was being said and for that I am truly sorry I am a retired boxer that earns an unprecedented amount of money globally for appearances, speaking engagements and occasional small exhibitions so all in all, this fight is actually not happening at all uh, so, uh, this was supposed to actually be an exhibition as Floyd said not to be televised or publicised right, it's just supposed to be three rounds uh, a nine minute exhibition of three rounds with an opponent selected by a uh, selected fighting federation and he's saying that once he reached there that uh, uh, he was blindsided with uh, how these uh, uh, how these arrangements were going, and news of this fight uh, was uh, broken out. So all in all, yeah, apparently we're not going to get a fight now. A fight now between Floyd and this twenty-year-old kick- kickboxer, tension, uh, uh, tension Nasukawa. Right, and I think that's for the better of it. I mean, you know, I don't think Floyd needs to do these kind of things, uh, and so uh, I think everybody was questioning him on that, like, you know, why are you fighting this person, you know, or this or that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that, that it's, it's it's a <laughs> it's it's not a smart move, but I think well, I wouldn't say it's a smart move, but I think it's a good move that we're not getting this fight because I don't think. Many people would have been interested in this. Uh, unless it was a uh, mixed martial arts fight. But uh, then again, it, I don't think that it was enough to create enough buzz anyway. So yeah, Floyd uh, officially cancelling that fight. Uh, that that uh, proposed fight with this 20-year-old kickboxer, Tension uh, Nakasukawa. Nakasukawa. Right, so which I think is for the betterment of the boxing community <laughs> uh, and his fans, and uh, yeah, anybody that really fucks with him. Uh, what if Floyd's, Floyd is is he gonna fight Pacquiao again? We really don't want to see that either. We, I th- I think uh, you know he's fifty. You know, I think Floyd should stay like that. Now, I think uh, I don't think he should um, you know uh, come out of retirement now for another fight. I think he should just keep doing what he's doing, keep his other other businesses on the side rolling, and making that money is what he's all he's about. So yeah, but I can see him coming out of retirement for another big money fight, whether that be with McGregor or someone else of a high profile uh, name. Uh, I guess we have to keep our eyes peeled for that. But yeah, let's let's keep let's see anyway. Uh, nothing announced in the near foreseeable future for Floyd in terms of boxing. Right, last week as well, we got uh, some information regarding to regarding uh, the late Mac Miller's death. We uh, uh, got the information uh, about uh, his cause of death, and uh, it's something that we all uh, kind of suspected, uh, but we just wanted you know to get that official confirmation. So uh, last week we got the confirmation that Mac Miller died from fentanyl, cocaine, and uh, overdose and he was found in a praying position so according to a report Mac's assistant found him unresponsive on his bed in a praying position kneeling forward with his face resting on his knees, the assistant described him as already being blue during the 911 call there was a quarter inch abrasion on the bridge of his nose and there was blood coming out of one nostril, an empty bottle of alcohol was found on a nightstand near Mac's body and a bottle of prescription pills was found in the bathroom Cops found up a uh, found a rolled up twenty bill twenty dollar bill with white with a white powdery residue in Mac's right pocket. We're told the amount of each drug was not necessarily a lethal amount, but the combination is what killed him. The Mac Miller died from a mix of fentanyl and cocaine. The LA County Coroner's Office released his toxicology find, uh, toxicology findings, and according to the report, Mac died from mixed drug toxicity, specifically fentanyl, coke, and alcohol coroner categorised his death as an accidental overdose TMZ broke the story that Mac died back in September right, where he was found around noon in the bedroom at his San Fernando Valley home he was pronounced dead at the scene as reported a male friend called 911 from Mac's home emergency dispatch audio revealed first responders were called for a patient in cardiac arrest Mac battled with substance abuse for years and it was ultimately led to Ariana Grande breaking up with him he was arrested for DUI and hit-and-run back in May after wrecking his G-Wagon. He fled the scene, but cops said he later confessed when they tracked him down at his home. He blew two times the legal limit. Ariana later tweeted, "Please take care of yourself," clearly showing concern about his sobriety. No, so, rest in priest to late great Mac Miller man, and um, now so his cause of death has been revealed and. Uh, it's, 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 it's as we expected it was to do with substance abuse uh, So all, we, all I can uh, urge you guys all, all you guys ladies and gentlemen Is that Man like if you're going through something again man Like do not turn to the bottle Do not turn to these drugs Or anything like that Talk to someone man Talk to someone Do not turn to these prescription pills And alcohol And any of these illegal substances man Seriously don't please I urge you that is not the way forward To uh, get over your issues Or get over your problems You know uh, So uh, No just, just talk to someone If you're going through something Man And Yeah um, I can't really say anything else on that And Just just, just rest in peace To uh, Mac Miller One of my favourite Rest in peace To him All right uh, let's let's move on from that let's uh and uh, let's move on from that uh, let's talk with some albums st- album talk right so we uh, got teased this week that an offset solo album which we knew is coming is uh, allegedly coming on the 14th of December we uh, we got a tweet coming out from uh, offset saying that uh, 40 with the date 14th of December 2018 so we can only suspect that that is the date that his solo album is going to uh See the light of day and complete the pact of the Amigo uh, solo albums that we have received so far this year, following Takeoff's Lost Rocket and following Quavo's Quavo Concho. And this is all going to be the lead up to Culture 3 dropping sometime early next year. Speaking of albums as well, The Weeknd, who's been relatively quiet this year, he's only dropped that um, My Dear Melancholy EP back all the way in like my March or April. Uh, We were uh, getting teased about uh, Potential follow up projects on that uh, But uh, that's uh, not the case Uh, Just recently last week He said that uh, He's he's teasing his new album Chapter 6 Chapter 6 So it's chapter 6 following from Trilogy Kissland um, uh, What was it? Beauty uh, Beauty Behind the Madness Right Um uh yeah beauty behind the madness and then 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 i think we got Starboy, uh and uh and then yeah then this my my dear melancholy ep as well so yeah that five projects he's put out so chapter six he's teased that uh, yeah uh, that this album he's working on this album and it is coming soon he was uh work, working on some eps but i think he scrapped that in order to make his album Uh and yeah so he said that this Chapter 6 album is set to land very, very soon. and I, I will, So I think that will not be within this year itself. I think it will be early next year. Ultimately, he is um, uh, the king of the fall, as he calls himself, because he always drops in the full time. I think this is the first year that that's not going to happen. Uh, but uh, I think he is uh, uh, going to drop something, something early next year. So be on a lookout for that. That's the weekend. And this Chapter 6 album... Set to land sometime early next year. Right, let's talk about uh, uh, some movie news actually as well, man. So we got a few movie news this week, man. We got uh, Toy Story Four that's coming coming out uh, June and July uh, 2019. Uh, I'm not really sure that we needed a fourth Toy Story, man. I honestly, I like the way number three ended. It left on a very emotional and touching note. Of uh, the, the toys being dropped off from Andy to another girl's house. And him moving on. So I think that was a really, really good way to end things. But apparently uh, this isn't the case for Disney. Disney are looking to get a more cash grab out of this. Uh, and uh, hence we here we are with Toy Story 4. The first trailer has been released. Teaser with introducing a new character. Um... Yeah, so this film is set to land in uh, June, uh, June or July next year, next summer. Uh, but again, I don't, I don't think this sits well with many fans, really. You know, uh, fans. Uh, I mean, we waited twenty odd years for Toy Story three to come out, and just so in in the nick of what in the nick of about seven, eight or nine years, we get in Toy Story four now. Uh, yeah, I don't I think many, many, many uh uh, older fans like myself are not really uh, building too much hype around this as we think that you know it should have been left alone but let's see uh, I mean not, the trailer that has been released is just teasing and well, it was just really weird the new character nothing about the plot or the story anything like that uh, we have uh, had a confirmation from Tom Hanks and Tim Allen that um, when they recorded their last, last lines for this film it was very emotional Uh, very heartbreaking so uh, we can expect more heartbreak to come more than we did expect in Toy Story 3 we can expect more heartbreak to come in Toy Story 4 and I hope if anything that this is the last Toy Story they do I hope so really hope so no more after this if this is the case (laughs) please do not ruin an already great uh, and memorable franchise for millions of people across the world (laughs) speaking of more movies Shrek, man, so Shrek is being rebooted, allegedly, uh, so they're trying to, they're gonna reboot Shrek, uh, in the next year or two, and they're trying to retain the original cast, cast of Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy and Cameron Diaz, Right now, again, uh, in, this is, I'm in the same sort of mind frame that, uh, this should not, uh, Uh, Be rebooted. I think the four Shrek's that we got uh, at the beginning it was supposed to be, um, uh, it was announced it was supposed to be seven films, but uh, the producer or the director cut it down to four, saying that after this they really didn't have enough material to have seven films, um, so they cut it down to four, and they ended it with Shrek Forever after that was released uh, quite some time ago now, nearly I think enough ten years ago now, right. And now news broke last week that they are in the process of rebooting this. And again, I really don't think that uh, this is really necessary. It's another great franchise that you know thousands of kids, me myself included, uh, grew up on watching and and you know uh, you know uh, learn to love. Man, and uh, I don't really think that things like this should be you know rebooted or anything like that. You know, just keep it as it is right uh so let's uh i'm going to really disregard that i'm not sure if uh, i will watch the reboot um if they, uh, if they retain the old cast then uh, there is a chance that i will if not then you know i, I don't really see cuz you know trek his voice is very iconic having someone else portray that uh, i don't think that will be uh you know uh, received well really by the public but I mean, again, this is all cash grabs, ladies and gentlemen. They're all cash grabs. There, I think DreamWorks and you know Disney, uh, you know, once they, they to, uh, get the taste of that, you know, money, you know, or if they're running lower money, they decide to extend the franchise more than its uh, set lifeline or proposed lifeline. So. Yeah, uh, that's the only reason really, reason why they have a, 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 an idea to kind of reboot or extend some film franchises. Uh, but let's see. Uh, I'm not putting all my stake into this. I'm not really looking forward to this, but let's see if this turns out to be uh, anything like the originals or anything better than the originals, which is going to be very hard to top, in my opinion. Uh, speaking of other movie news, right, uh, uh, a movie that... Uh, Quite potentially uh, You know We may not need Or you know we be, be very interesting To see Breaking Bad So Breaking Bad Ended now Probably just about Five or six years ago Right And uh, For those of you Who haven't uh, uh, Watched the series uh, Definitely go watch it I'm not going to spoil The ending Or things like that uh, But um, And for people Who are watching the series Or, or going to watch the series I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it uh, but yeah, they are. They do have a movie in the works, right? We don't know when it's going to be released. It will either be next year or uh, in two years' time. Uh, this might not. This won't be a um, a uh, like. A, I don't think this will be a theoretical release. AMC, the company behind uh, uh, Breaking Bad and uh, The Walking Dead, and like uh, a few other series, they are actually uh, in the process of. Uh, making uh, uh, quite a few uh, uh, films based on the TV series, uh, and so uh, th- yeah, this is not going to be a like a theatrical release. But uh, I-, I think they have put out a statement that you know these films—they're making Walking Dead films as well. I think they're making three separate Walking Dead films, and they announced that they're making a Breaking Bad film as well. Uh, so this is not going to be like a major blockbuster release, but uh, yeah, they are in the process of making this and that'll be very I mean some people are saying do we need it do we need it but I think that um, there's a lot of things you can do in terms of spin-offs and uh, in terms of finding out what happens what happened afterwards or where, where they are X amount of years afterwards so I think this is a good way of setting that or you know showcasing that so that I think from my opinion that'll be very exciting very interesting to see from that standpoint from, from a from my standpoint Uh, Because I'm a big fan of Breaking Bad Of Walking Dead So yeah uh, Let's be on the lookout for a Breaking Bad movie Set to land sometime in the next year or two Young Thug Moving on Young Thug So uh, news broke last week (laughs) That uh, Young Thug uh, uh, Was uh, jailed And He was jailed due to a failed drug test uh, and this was tied to his 2000, September 2017 arrest on drug and firearm charges. So, uh, Young Thug had his bond revoked and has been booked in Georgia's DeKalb County Jail on felony and felony drug and gun charges. Uh, according to court records viewed by... Uh, uh, yeah, according to court records, uh, he failed the drug test prior to a scheduled ar- arraignment this morning. On, November, on the morning of November 8th and the arraignment was tied to a September 2017 arrest during which the rapper was cited for possession of marijuana, methamphetamine and hydrocone with intent to distribute. He was also found with codeine, two counts and a firearm, Alpo- alpozolam so aka Xanax and amphetamine. After initially turning himself into the authorities at George's DeKalb County Jail, on September 11th, Williams was released from jail on bond. On September 13th, when reached by Pitchfork, representatives for Young Dog offered no comments. Right. So yeah, he is back behind uh, bars, and uh, a lot of the hip hop community has showed uh, uh, his uh, protest in his uh, defense. Meek Mill, Ti, uh, just some uh, uh, the few. Right. Uh, not, much, uh, not much information else has been released Regarding the arrest All, uh, all uh, they've penned it down to is a failed drug test And uh, obviously tied to his previous uh, arrest On f- drug and firearm charges So uh, be on the lookout uh, for more news breaking on that uh, And obviously I will as well And I'll keep you guys updated Regarding uh, young Doug's status as well all right. Uh a bit of sad news ladies and gentlemen this week. We uh, uh we've got a few sad, uh, I got a few sad uh, pieces of news to share with you. Um just last week um there was a shooting that happened in uh, Thousand Oaks. Uh it was at a bar in California. And uh yeah, very unexpected. another, another horrific shooting in America man. Uh, so uh, let me me brief you on this Um, so uh, credit to CNN so the borderline bar and grill was packed as uh, uh, patrons danced, watched the Lakers game or played pool it was country college night and people swayed to the beat as music blared through speakers suddenly a man wearing a black trench coat and glasses approached the bar entrance and shot the security guard Inside the bar, some people thought it was fireworks or sound effects from the music and kept dancing, witnesses said. Within seconds, witnesses said the gunman burst into a bar with a Glock 45 calibre handgun and shot someone at a cash register. People dropped to the ground and hid under pool tables and bar stools. Some piled atop one another while others slammed bar stools against windows to break them. Those who got out ran and the rapid gunfire echoing around them in the dark. They ran out of back doors, they broke windows, they went through windows, they hid up in the attic, they hid in the bathroom, Ventura County Sheriff Jeff Dean said. By the time the gun went silent, 12 people were dead, including Sheriff Sergeant Ron Healers. Thousand Oaks, California, described uh, as one of the nation's safest cities, was now on long lists of places affected by a mass shooting. With every gunshot, they shivered. The bar is a popular meeting spot among students from nearby new universities, some of whom don cowboy hats and boots on theme nights such as Wednesdays. When the gunfire erupted shortly after 11pm, it was packed with young people, including a group celebrating a birthday. Sunny Leon was at the back of the dance floor and initially thought it was fireworks or part of the song. It sounded really weird, she said. When the sounds grew louder and closer... People started screaming. She dropped to the ground and crawled closer to the bar. An account from one of, the, uh, uh, one of the people that were in the bar. I remember when I was on the ground seeing a girl getting trampled, she said, because I was against the wall. I was okay, but she was getting trampled. Tristan Appleby said he watched everything unfold from across the room. He saw a man dressed in black holding a gun with a flashlight and repeatedly shooting people laying on the ground. Luckily he didn't come my way Appleby said I was across the room behind the pool pool table Hiding underneath with my friends Appleby said with every shot The people lying underneath him shivered and squirmed He kept his eye on the gunman And when he paused to reload Appleby whispered to others that it was time to rush to the exit I said we go and we ran He said I don't know how I survived Because at any moment I could have been shot Sarah Rose Edessen was at the club for a friend's birthday When the gunman burst in My friend Cody Kaufman yelled for her to get down. I fell to the floor and hid behind him and just tucked myself in his back, she said. There was a bunch of sparks and smoke everywhere. Kaufman soon told her that it was time to get out. I don't even remember it in this blur, but I ran for my life. She got out through the front entrance, the same one the shooter had stormed through a moments earlier. She tumbled down in the parking lot, got up and kept running until she got to a nearby gas station. She later learned Kaufman, her friend 22, had been killed. He's one of the reasons that I'm here right now," she said. "I don't know what to do. I just followed him. I dropped down and I hid with him. I know he was putting my life for a reason. He'd always been my hero, and now he's my angel." Deputies found a scene like hell when reports of the shooting started coming into law enforcement around 11:20 p.m. Healers Sheriff Sergeant was talking to his wife. He told her. Hey, I have to handle a call. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Within two minutes he was on the scene, the gunman was still firing. Healers and the highway patrol officer and the highway patrol officer rushed into the bar and exchanged gunfire with the shooter. Healers was shot several times before an officer pulled him out and waited for reinforcements, he said. Police waited close to fifteen minutes until the shots died down and regrouped, regrouped with more officers. They went into the bar and found the shooter, Ian David Long. 28 years old and a former US Marine, according to police, who had fatally shot himself next to the bar entrance. The scene was like hell when deputies arrived. Police found patrons hiding in the attic. Some were so terrified they asked officers to confirm they weren't the gunmen, he said. Outside the bar, frantic parents waited for word of their children and survivors of the latest mass shooting in the US huddled together, tearfully embracing amid police cars and flashing lights. Another fateful shooting, man, in the US, man. When is this gun control going to get, you know, locked down and more strict, man? How are you giving people like this? Oh, man, it's just... It's just a fucked up world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just... Again, uh, it's yeah, just US as well, man. No one's doing anything about any gun control laws or anything, man. Seriously, I mean my rest in peace Rest in peace to all the people All the lives that were lost My prayers and condolences Are with the friends and the families Of the lost ones And Man Just people just going out to have a good time And they can't even do that without Something tragic happening man It's heartbreaking man uh, No just rest in peace to all the lives that lost And my prayers and condolences are with All the families Uh Coming on from that man, we another more bit of sad news. It was um, a widespread of California wildfire fires this week, uh, particularly in the Calabasas region as well. Um, uh, up to forty-two people have now been uh, identified as uh, deceased from California wildfires uh, that were uh, that broke out last week. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, they said that at least 228 people are missing as the campfire continues to rage. Nearly 7,200 structures have been destroyed, and another 15,500 are at risk. The fire has now surpassed the 1933 Griffith Park disaster that killed 31 people. But, uh, so. In the south side of the state, other wildfires are menacing uh, li- lives and properties. Uh, the Wolseley fire uh, has so far killed two people damaging beach resorts, including Malibu. More than 300,000 locals have been forced to flee their homes across California. President Donald Trump has declared a major disaster in the state, making federal aid available to affected residents so how did uh, how did people lose their lives in this so Paradise and its surrounding areas bore the brunt of the campfire the largest blaze which started in a nearby forest on Thursday some bodies were found in gutted cars that were overrun by fast moving fire as residents scrambled to evacuate a uh, Paradise resident who managed to drive away with a child told us that she had first been uh, woken up and alerted by a phone call from a friend she described the scene as exactly like any apocalyptic movie you have ever seen. She says she had not known if she was driving towards death or out of harm's way as the sky blackened. She says, I had to drive through the fire. It was awful. It was probably the most awful experience I will have in my life. She showed the Sheldon Newsday program. It was traumatising. We will be traumatised for a long time. My whole community was traumatised. I can't watch videos anymore because I actually went through it. Many of the victims are believed to be elderly residents or people with mobility issues we find evacuating more difficult forensic experts are stepping up the search in up the search in the ruins of the paradise but officials warn that finding the bodies could take weeks cadaver dogs are being brought in by local police to try and locate the dead and two mobile army morgues will be used to help identify them the fire has burned more than 111,000 acres and is nearly 25% contained Uh, Further south, the separate Wolsey fire started on Thursday near Thousand Oaks, about 40 miles northwest of central Los Angeles. It has consumed at least 85,500 acres and has destroyed at least 177 buildings, officials say. It is only 10% 10 contained. The smaller hill fire nearby has scorched 4,530 acres and is 75% contained. Luxury homes in Malibu and other beach communities are among the properties that have been destroyed. The nearby city of Calabasas, home to well-known celebrities, remains under a mandatory evacuation order. Uh, Why are the fires so bad? Uh, Historically, California's wildfire season started in summer and ran into early autumn, but experts have warned that the risk is now year-round. The California Public Utilities Commission is investigating what sparked the latest blazes. I made reports electrical companies may have suffered malfunctions near the sources shortly before the fires began. Low humidity, warm Santa Ana winds and dry ground after a rain-free month have produced a prime prime fire-spreading environment. The state's 40 million strong population also helps explain the fire's deadliness. The number is almost double what it was in the 1970s and people are living closer to at-risk forest areas. And then there's also climate change. Recent years have produced record-breaking temperatures, earlier springs, and less reliable rainfall, citing the raw role of a warmer climate. All right, uh, the governor, uh, uh, Governor Jerry Brown, declared, "This is not the n- not the new normal. This isn't the new abnormal." Thousands of firefighters, some from across the U.S., have been brought in to help battle the blazes. Ah man, For, yeah, so my rest in peace uh, to all the lives that are lost in these were California wildfires. And my, again, my prayers and condolences are with the families of the lost ones. Um, Gerard Butler, Miley Cyrus, among some stars whose homes were destroyed by these California wildfires. Other stars, including Kim Kardashian, West, and Lady Gaga, have evacuated their homes over the weekend while sharing updates with fans on social media. See the fire starting on Thursday, and have killed at least up to now forty-two people, with more than two hundred and twenty-eight people missing. An estimated two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand people have been forced to flee their homes. Uh, so some uh, some some celebrities have who have been affected: Miley Cyrus, uh, Gerard Butler. He's posted a photo of himself. Robin Thicke, uh, Neil Young. Uh, the Westworld sets uh, with a film in the show Westworld, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, Caitlyn Jenner, Orlando Bloom, yeah, uh, Lady Gaga, just amongst uh, the few uh, famous people whose uh, house has been destroyed uh, during these wildfires as well. So, I mean, yeah, even I mean, nature's not letting us live as well ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's truly tragic, man. Truly tragic week in the US as last week has had, man. Uh, And it only gets worse Um, We just found out that yesterday uh, One of the greatest, greatest uh, icons In uh, just everything man Movies And just a really uh, iconic figure to children growing up Superhero fans Uh, Just everyone in general We lost an icon yesterday And that was Stan Lee Uh, For those of you unaware Stan Lee was the genius One of the geniuses behind uh, The creation of Marvel He was famous for co-creating Some of our favourite superheroes That uh, that we speak about today Spider-Man, Iron Man, Hulk Thor, Captain America The Avengers, X-Men uh, you know uh, Deadpool And you know pe- People like that Man um, uh, Yeah um, This 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 one hit me hard as well man I, I, I I'm I a huge Huge Superhero I'm a, I'm a superhero fan man Like I'm a huge nerd um, For people that know me And if you don't know <laughs> Well people who don't know me yeah, I'm a huge fan I love Love superhero films. Love Marvel. Love DC. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan, and uh, you know, watching Stanley and reading his comics and the comics he created and the films that he helped, or you know, and you know, all the Marvel films, and you know, he appeared in, had cameo roles in all of them, and you know, he he taught me how to uh, be a superhero. You know uh, you know that I can be a superhero and things like that, and he himself was a superhero in his own aspect as well. And so, you know, in '95, uh, he, he was he was suffering from a lot of illnesses, uh, just recent bout with pneumonia. Uh, but you know, what a life! What a life! Born in 1922, creating now a multi billion dollar uh, franchise that is Marvel. And you know, just, uh, providing the public, his fans with, you know, uh, the hope and the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the aspect that we you know, you know, we can, uh, we ourselves are superheroes, you know, uh, we don't need to have superpowers just to, you know, feel superior and things like that, you know, that we ourselves are superheroes, uh, for, for all the things that we do and we go through and, uh, how we get on. So, uh, yeah, I just like to—I like to share a few stuff, uh, a few things that stars have said about uh, Stanley. Um, obviously, you know, uh, all coming mostly from the Marvel side of things. Um, actor Chris Evans, best known for playing Marvel's Captain America, goes: "There will never be another Stanley, and there won't." X-Men star Hugh Jackman said, "We lost a creative genius. Stanley was a pioneering force in the superhero universe. I'm proud to have been a small part of his legacy." And to have helped bring one of his characters to life, him playing the obviously famous Wolverine, Robert Downey Jr., A.K.A. Tony Stark, A.K.A. Iron Man, simply wrote, "I owe it all to you. Rest in peace, Stan." Uh, Kevin Feige, the head producer and president of Marvel Studios, tweeted, "No one has had more of an impact on my career and everything we do at Marvel Studios than Stan Lee." Stan leaves an extraordinary legacy that will outlive us all. Our thoughts are with his daughter, his family and his millions of fans. Thank you Stan Excelsior. One of Stan's uh, legendary phrases. Uh, Tom Hardy who stars in Venom, the latest film based on the Marvel Comics character, shared a photo of Leon set via Instagram uh, caption with the greatest of respect. Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, who's been famous for playing Professor X, Professor Charles Xavier in the X-Men franchise, said that Stan, he loved to visit the set and he became famous just like Hitchcock for appearing in his movies. Uh, He created flawed heroes and it was one of the things that made X-Men so interesting for all of us who worked on them. We were always very much aware that no matter what our superpowers were, we were human beings. We could make mistakes and things could go wrong. It was that quality which gave humanity to all of Stan's work. Evangeline Lilly. Evang- Evangeline Lilly, who portrayed Ant-Man's superhero partner, the Wasp, shared a tribute on Twitter. Right, Stan, more than a master of stories, you will always seem like a master of living. I will look to you for inspiration for the rest of my life. You live on, you Wasp. And Deadpool of Ryan Reynolds posted, "Damn, rest in peace, Stan. Thanks for everything." Tom Holland, who is Marvel's latest Spider-Man, yeah, Tom Holland, who is Marvel's latest Spider-Man, wrote that he was inde- inde- indebted to Stan Lee. How many millions of us are indebted to are indebted to this guy? None more so than me. The father of Marvel has made so many people so incredibly happy. What a life and what a thing to have achieved. Rest in peace, Stan. Other stars paid to pay tributes, including Angela Bassett, Zoe Saldana, Jamie Chung, Josh Groban, Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Hemsworth, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chris Pratt and Josh Brolin. Uh, the Walt Disney Company, which bought Marvel's entertainment in 2009, lauded Stanley's unmatchable life and career in a statement. Every time you open a Marvel comic, Stan will be there, it said. Please join us today in remembering to stand the manly. Rival publisher DC Comics also tweeted a tribute. He changed the way we looked at heroes, and modern comics will always bear his indelible mark. His infectious enthusiasm reminded us why we all fell in love with these stories in the first place. Excelsior, Stan, right? Yeah, so... Just, just a heartbreaking week, man, we've had here, you know... Uh, over the last week man you know with the shooting and the wildfires and you know just and now stan lee going another gem that we've lost this year and uh, no, so rest in peace stan uh, you leave uh, you leave behind uh, a really great legacy and uh yeah he has a fi- he has filmed um his his cameos in the upcoming captain marvel and uh the Avengers 4 film so uh, the Avengers 4 will remark his last cameo appearance in a Marvel film Uh, so yeah uh, that will be uh, very emotional to say the least Uh, so rest in peace the legend, the icon the man, Stan the Man Lee Uh, Yeah, you leave behind a legacy you taught me how to be a superhero Uh, you made me feel like a superhero and uh, yeah, I, I, um, I will, uh, I will miss you. I will miss you. Uh, and so you know, rest in peace, Stanley Excelsior, as you say, Stan. <laughs> rest in peace. All right. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's try cheer, cheers, cheer, cheer, uh, cheer you guys up, ladies and gentlemen. Cheer myself up with some album talk, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So we had two albums released this week. Let's talk about one of the first ones uh, we got. In the form from T Grizzly was still my moment. So T uh, Grizzly drops his second project of this year, following uh, Activated. He uh, the he dropped the songs uh, "Pray for the Drip" with Offset uh, as the first single from this, and then he dropped uh, uh, "Wake Up" with Chance the Rapper just the day before the release of the album. And yeah, so last Friday we got the release of this "Still My Moment" album, the sequel to the um, uh, my moment uh, project that he dropped last year. It stands at 15 tracks. And yeah, we've got features again from Quavo, Chancellor, Rapper, Offset, Lil Pump, Brian Hamilton, and Florida artist, uh, uh, his name what was it, YNW Melly, right? Uh, so yeah, let's let's, let's let's start things off. So uh, from the get-go, it's still my moment, right? The first track. Uh, it has a very West Coast-laced funk to it. Uh, so when I started hearing it, I was like, oh, but then I, I thought, you know, I was thinking... He's from West Coast But then I remember No he's uh, from the Motor City He's from Detroit uh, But you know, that was interesting to see it's, It sounded uh, it's, it, it sounded like a very West Coast type beat and he, uh, and he actually sounded really good on that 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 first track and the last track really um, Babies to Men Yeah both of them Both of them have got a real like West Coast kind of beat to it And yeah the, and It was very interesting to see uh, I thought you know like uh, the, those kind of beats would only sound good from artists oh, from the West Coast, uh, but he uh, does a good job on that. T. Grisier, he does a really good job on uh, both those tracks, and he adapts to the flow well. And he obviously still my moment. The first track he's talking about, you know, that uh, right now is still his moment. He is, people have not forgotten him, you know, you shouldn't forget him. He, this is still his moment, and yeah, he's still coming with the bars with that aggression in there, right. Uh yeah, so uh that's that's the first and last track, Still in a Moment in Babies to Men. Um uh, then we got Hooters, which is a typical uh track there with uh, you know, uh talking about the women and the ladies. Uh that follows on with the track One Night with Quavo. Track four, Wake Up with Chance he's talking about obviously, you know, uh the waking up uh, to waking up to uh You know, all this uh, political environment And just uh, just the environment around him at the moment Um, You know, just telling everybody to just be aware of what's going on Right And Chance comes in and does his thing as well Right, talking about how everybody should be aware of everything that's going on around them And what they can do to help Right And then we've got We Dream In, Mr Grizzly Right, Uh, your typical T Grizzly hype kind of tracks there Right. Pray for the drip with of offset, your braggadocious track there. We talked about that the other week. Straight up again. Another hype track here, bitches on bitches with little pump. And that is what the title suggests. Talking about with the women. <laughs> uh, track ten hustling with Brian Hamilton, one of the standouts. Um he's talking about he's talking about his grind up in the game. And that way he's got to now. Lost and found as well with Brian M. Melly. I want them all get right keep the rest uh, and baby cement rounding it out yeah so all in all man it is another great project from T I think he's put out two great projects this year one being the activated and then this being uh, still my moment it's a shame that you know he won't he, he, he'll probably get overlooked a bit um, I don't hear many people talking about T Grizzly when they should I think he's quite he's, he's very talented and he does provide that aggression which people are looking for these days and quite a few rappers and so, no, if you're looking for good aggressive rap and just bars and you know, even a good gym album to work out to, definitely recommend this uh, uh Still My Moment album. Uh will get you in the zone, it'll get you in that hyped up mood. Um, yeah, so a, a good project from T, another good project from T, two for two this year for T. Uh, so, Peter, you guys unaware of him, his discography, go check out that my moment activated, and go check out this still my moment project. Uh, let me know what you think. I think it is it is a good project from T. And yeah, so um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of set on T Grizzly music now. <laughs> you know, um, I think you should uh, go back now and just, just chill, relax. And maybe just come with a project sometime next year now. Uh, You know, so I think he's earned that. He's put out two good projects, and I think he's earned that. So, yeah, you you guys got to check that out. Let's T Grizzly with Still My Moments. Second album we got this week uh, is from various artists, really. Um, It's uh, from Ninth Wonder. He uh, presents uh, his compilation album, Jamla is the Squad 2 right uh, so uh, we we talked I talked about this album uh, just last week um uh, we already were treated to uh, one, one of one of the tracks on there courtesy of uh, Rhapsody and J Cole's journey track which is absolute flames right uh, so and we we had the feature list with uh, who are the art- artists that are going to be featured on this uh, so and uh, uh, let's go through this really uh, so it's quite a lengthy project. Twenty-two uh, so, uh, twenty-two songs All come into about an hour and twenty-six minutes. Let's go through the track list. We've got "Welcome to Jam Rock" with Ruben Vincent, GQ, Heather Victoria. Right. Uh, track two, "Need to Exist" with actual uh, actual by actual proof. Track three, "Crazy" by Farrow Monch. Track four, Ruben Vincent and GQ with no force moves. Track five, "Machine and McQueen" with Jericho Jackson and Conway. Track six, "Don Flamingo" with "You Heard Me." Track 7, Japan by Heather Victoria. Track 8, I Spy featuring CJ Fly by King Draft. Track 9, You Know what I Got with Reuben Vincent. Track 10, Jump In, Buster Rhymes. Track 11, Kojiba with Black Thought. Track 12, Good To Me with Amber Navran. Track 13, Do Something, Ian Kelly and Rhapsody. Track 14, Sojourner, J. Cole and Rhapsody. Track 15, Nothing Greater by Sir. Track 16, PAN by GQ, track 17 Shine by the Happy Hour, track 18 Knocking at My Door with Big Crit, David Banner and Jack Joe, track 19 Red Blue, Rhapsody and JID, track 20 One Love with Heather Victoria, track 21 See It Through with Actual Proof, and track 22 Nico Brim, Charlie Smarts, GQ and Rhapsody with Good So a very uh, lengthy project we got here uh but it is uh, all in all it is a really good album man a really really good album full of lyrics bars uh, that will keep you going until the new year <laughs> uh, uh amazing features man from amazing lyricists and amazing MCs Ferramont, Jericho Jackson Conway Rhapsody um uh, Jay Cole Buster Big Crit, JID David Banner uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a really good mixture of hip-hop and R&B. and b you get in a sense of Heather Victoria. Uh, you get Sir Sir with a great song on there. Nothing Greater, probably one of my favourites. Uh, yeah, so you got a really good mix on there with a bit of rap and a bit of r and uh, Really, really good album. My favourites from this album would have to be Crazy with Pharaoh Munch, uh, Machine and McQueen, Jericho Jer- Jackson and Conway. Japan, Heber Victoria, uh, You Know what I Got Her with Reuben Vincent, uh, Kojiba with Black Thought, Sojourner, Rhapsody, J. Cole, Sir with Nothing Greater, uh, Knocking at My Door, Big Crit, David Banner and Jack Joe, Rhapsody and J.I.D. with Red Blue, One Love, Heber Victoria, and uh, yeah, man, so yeah, a really good front to back, solid piece of work from ninth, ninth behind the boards on all of the tracks here, so you know, Guaranteed, it's also going to be a really good album as he's one of the most famous and most talented producers we have in the game. So yeah, a really, really good album, man. Uh, a lot of stuff to dissect on that. Uh, you got a lot of bars from yours to say, David Banner, the J.I.D., Rhapsody, J. Cole, Conway, Jericho Jackson, Black Thought. Man, so this should keep you pure hip-hop heads going until the new year. I know it's definitely going to keep me going because I've listened to this album now about nearly just about twice now and I still haven't deciphered every single thing that they're saying on this. But it is front to back a really, really good album. So if you're a big fan of hip-hop, man, and you're looking for a good lengthy project uh, to get you through, filled with bars, lyricisms, Triple entendres, then <laughs> this is the one of the albums for you. So this is Ninth Wonder presents Jamla is Squad Two, right? You can find out on all your streaming services now. Go listen to it. Let me know what you think. And yeah, man, uh, just enjoy the music, man. A great piece of work, a great album, uh, handled by Ninth Wonder. And shout out to all the artists featured on this album, man. Did a fantastic job. And uh, yeah, and just uh, no no song really feels out of place, really. It, it flows really well. Uh, yeah, man. So there's no fillers or anything like that, man. So yeah, uh, a yeah, really, really good album. Really good, good album. Shouts out to Ninth, Yeah, so you go check that out. That's 9th Wonder Presents. Jamla is the squad 2 on your streaming services now. Right, ladies and gentlemen. That uh, wraps up this week's episode. Uh, uh, yeah, we got through a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah, so uh, we've only got one segment left, and you know what that segment is—that is, uh, that is the, the sleeper segment, man. Have we got sleepers, yes, we do. <laughs> I'm gonna play this week um, a song that uh, a song from uh, artists from from a group uh, from from a duo that are. Heavily, in my opinion, underrated. Uh, they stepped on, uh, and uh, I think that they are, in my opinion, uh, one of the main uh, uh, people to listen to, uh, or they are a part of the soundtracks. The songs are part is like a, the songs are the soundtrack to Cuffin Season. This Cuffin Season, I think uh, they're, in my opinion, they're a really good Cuffin music they're really good coffee season cuff artists uh, and you know the songs they put out are really good coffee season music man uh, so I've been playing this uh, playing them uh, uh, non-stop for the last week and a half two weeks man uh, so uh, this is Magic Jordan right and uh, this is from their great album they released last year called The Space uh, The Space Between right and uh, this is uh OG Heartthrob. So, this is Magic Jordan with OG Heartthrob. Let's get into these vibes, ladies and gentlemen. Quintessential. Into yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. That is Magic Jordan with OG Heartthrob from that great album they put out last year, The Space Between. Make sure you go check that out, man. Great album, underrated artist, man. Signed the Drake's uh, OVO uh, label, man. But yeah, very, very overlooked on, very underrated. Uh, yeah, I think they're a tremendously talented, man. Uh, they also handle, handle a lot of the production side of things on uh, uh numerous OVO albums as well so yeah go check that out that's Magic Jordan with OG Heartthrob and this that's off the Space Between album that was released last year right ladies and gentlemen that does us for this week's episode uh stay safe out there stay healthy take care of yourselves and yeah I'll be back here same time same place next week peace out